Welcome to the Life Over Coffee podcast. I am Rick Thomas. You're listening to episode 172. Thank you so much for joining me for Life Over Coffee. Unless you are drinking tea, water, or something else, thank you for joining me for the podcast. If you want to read the show notes for this podcast, you can go to our website, rickthomas.net, and you can find the show notes, what I'm about to share with you. In fact, you can find all 172 episodes of Life Over Coffee. If you want to listen to our other podcast, you can do that. That is Your Daily Drive. To date, there are over 1,000 of those podcasts. Those are our articles that have been put in audio format, and so you can listen to all of those articles. We still have uh, several hundred more that we have to get into podcasts, but that is part of our eight-year plan, and hopefully we will get those for you during that time. Episode 172, this podcast, Life Over Coffee, is titled, Seven Ways to Find Help. I want to talk about how you can receive help from this ministry. I want you to know, and I think most of you do know this, that our ministry works hard at serving folks who have real-life questions, situational difficulties, personal problems, relational challenges. And because helping people is vital to us, we're always praying, always discerning, reflecting, thinking. We're always strategizing, and we're always changing so we can meet people with the practical Christ-centered solutions that are found in God's Word. And with that in mind, I do want to share with you how we can meet you and how we can serve you. The reason I'm doing this podcast is because our ministry does change. We are not the ministry that started in 2008. On July the 3rd, 2008, I sat down and I wrote an article that day. That was the first article. I put it up on a blog that didn't exist the day before and said, we'll just give this a go. In 2008, I was thinking that I was going to be a biblical counselor for the rest of my life, meaning that I would be sitting in an office somewhere counseling people through their problems. That was and is my passion, and that's what I had been doing at that time for 10 years, a little over 10 years at that time, and so I figured that would be my life. And so I wanted to create some resources to help the folks that I was meeting in counseling, and that's why I wrote that article on July the 3rd, 2008. I wrote one also on July the 4th, 2008, and July the 5th, and the 6th, and the 7th, and the 8th, and the 9th, and the 10th, and I wrote an article every day for over two years, and I did that because this ministry works hard at serving folks who have real-life questions, situational difficulties, personal problems, and relational challenges. And so not only meeting with people privately about their problems, but I wanted to connect with them outside of the counseling office. And of course, you can't do that. You're only one person, and you can't you can't meet with a lot of people, and so you're really limited. And so I wanted to expand myself, as I have often told 
counselees through the years. I want you to take me home with you. And one of the ways that you can take me home with you is by taking this article here, and you can read it in between our sessions, and then we can come back and and we can talk more. Well, I didn't know it at the time, but I was creating resources. I was building a warehouse, a sanctification center. And then about 2015, which was would have been eight, seven or eight years later, I realized that I had two full-time jobs. I was counseling full-time, and then I was running a ministry full-time, and I could not do that any longer because people started hitting that little blog. They started coming to that little website that I started in 2008, and our little ministry was growing, and I could not keep up. And so it it was at that point that I stopped full-time counseling and I never saw that coming. And, you know, it's, it's important to remind ourselves from time to time that we do make our plans, but God orders our steps. I had made my plans on July the 3rd, 2008, and I knew what I would be doing when I was 85 years old, assuming I'd be alive and in my right mind. I'd be sitting behind a desk and I would be counseling people. Well, that day has long passed. Now, since then, as I said earlier, we have well over a 1,000 podcasts. We have nearly 2,000 articles. We have over 250 videos. We have a 1,000 graphics. And we have a lot of things that we didn't have in 2008. And so the ministry is always growing and it's always changing. Now, because of that, it does create a significant issue, something that I spend as much time thinking about as as anything else, honestly, and that is how to serve the folks who come to us. We had over a million people come to us last year in 2018. And by the way, this podcast, I'm making this podcast in January of 2019. And if you read it, if you listen to it six months from now or a year from now, uh, it may be old. It may be antiquated because things have changed again. Now, this is the problem of plenty, the problem of blessing, that God has been blessing this ministry, and it has been incrementally growing for over a decade now with more and more people that come to us. But because of that, we've had to reshuffle the deck many, many times. We have made, built several websites, and we have another one in production now because we're always trying to stay out ahead of the people and trying to meet the needs of the people who come to us. Now, it's a fun problem, and I do want you to understand that as hard as it is and the number of hours that we put in uh, to serve the people It is fun. It is the funnest job that a person could ever have, but we can't be passive about what we do. We have to be very much active, very aggressive, because the needs are great. And as you probably could surmise, that the people who do come to us, they come with significant problems, not little problems. They come with huge issues that are going on in their lives. Therefore, we need to be always thinking and strategizing, planning and praying and working so that we can meet these needs. And that's why our ministry continues to evolve. And by the grace of God, it will continue to evolve uh, into the future. 
a number of years ago, someone called and asked if we had a uh, online distance education program. And we didn't at that time. And I told Lucia, my wife, I said, well, this is what I'm going to be doing this weekend. I'm going to be building a an online program. And about nine, ten years ago, we started our mastermind program, and now we have an all online mastermind program where we can train people in the area of biblical counseling. Now, I promise you, I was not thinking about that in 2008. It never crossed my mind. In fact, a lot of the things that I'm doing today have never crossed my mind as far as what I would be doing. Again, I thought that I would be counseling people for the rest of my life sitting in an office somewhere, but God had different plans, and He had bigger plans. And so I know that you come to us, and you're looking for help. You want help, and I just want to walk through some of the ways that you can find help. I mean, for example, and I'll talk more about this later on, but we've had two people ask uh, in the last couple of weeks, two biblical counselors ask, how can we do community with you? We want to be part of your community. We don't need training per se, but we would like to be part of your community because as one lady, one biblical counselor said, I'm I'm it at our local church. I am alone, and I would like to have some counselor community with other like-minded biblical counselors. And so we're always trying to figure out how can we meet not just the need of this one individual, but the need of everybody that comes to us. And so I want to walk through that in uh, this podcast. Again, it's episode 172, Seven Ways to Find Help. I have a poster here that will help you, that will walk through the steps of how you can help, uh, how you can find help through this ministry. I think one of the things that would be helpful for you to think about is the minimalization approach that we have toward this ministry. We've always been a minimalistic uh, ministry, meaning that we take very little to do a lot. Uh, I've My plan has always been that we can take our entire ministry on a carry-on bag on an airplane, that we can put our entire ministry in something that small. And I think about five loaves of bread and two fishes that we're doing a lot with very little. And it's always, it's important to me personally that we always do a lot with very little. Lucia and I live minimalistically anyway. We're not materialist. Uh, in any way, shape, or form. We're, we're not interested in stuff. And so how we live our lives personally and how we do ministry practically is with a minimalistic approach. And so therefore, that is how we think. And so when we sat down 10 years ago and started talking about this ministry, we talked about uh, some of the things that we would need to do this ministry and we thought in a minimalistic way. Now, here we are more than a decade later, and it is really phenomenal at what God permits us to do with so little. Now, a part of that means that we have to use the redemptive use of technology, using technology redemptively to accomplish God's good aims in this world. And as 
the way I think about it is that, you know, technology has an echo of omnipresence in it. And so we can reach around the globe through technology and we can use it redemptively. And because of this mercy from God that he has given us at this point in human history, we have the privilege to do things that we really could not do in the past. And so let me walk through this redemptive use of technology and how we use it and how we have set it up for you so that you can uh, use it and make the most of it and find the help that you need. Now, one other thing that is important here is that it is important to me also that we are always engaging people, that we are always in the crowd, always working with individuals. What we don't want to be is a, uh, a resource publication factory where we are publishing materials, publishing videos, audios, podcasts like this one here, publishing books, articles, whatever it may be, graphics, and just throwing them out into the public domain. That's a part of what we do, but that that cannot be all that we do because, quite frankly, that's a dime a dozen. I mean, anybody can do that. And one of the things that makes us different, not unique because there's other people that do what we do in their own way, but one of the things that makes us different is that we engage people I know that it's not possible for me to learn in the way that I need to learn if I do it passively, meaning that I am just consuming content, that I'm reading book after book, watching video after video. But there has to be customization. There has to be one-on-one -on -one activity happening, two people coming together and talking about their problems. And so in addition to creating resources that you can consume privately, and passively, it is important to me that we also create context where we can come alongside you so that we can customize sanctification care. Now, that is one of the things that it does make us different in that way because we want to help you to work out your salvation with fear and trembling. I think about Acts 8 when I talk about this concept where the Ethiopian had God's Word open in his lap, reading Isaiah 53, but yet he couldn't understand, as he told Philip, he doesn't understand what he is reading, and that's been my experience as well, whether with myself or with other people. I can read, I can consume something, I can think through it, but there is a distinct advantage if you have another person. One-on-one -on -one soul care. Every Timothy needs a Paul, and so we want to be that Paul, P-A-U-L, that, that Apostle Paul person uh, in, in the life of Timothy. And so a coming alongside of is imperative. It's a non-negotiable we have to do more than just create resources because virtually everybody is doing that. And so we want to do more than that. And so what I want to give you here, as the title of the podcast suggests, episode 172, Seven Ways to Find Help, I want to list them in order, and I want to walk through them. Now, one of the reasons that I'm doing this podcast is because over the past three or four weeks, we have changed. We have added another 
uh, asset, another aspect to our ministry, and this is be point number one of the seven ways to find help, and it's a live chat feature. Now, what I mean by that is that we have a lot of people who come to our website, and they don't know what to do, and they don't know where to go. They don't have a username. They don't have a password, and they're just stuck, and they're not sure whether to go straight or left or right. And so, and we've experienced this for the entire decade that we have been doing ministry, people stuck in technology and not sure where to go. Some of it's their lack of understanding of technology. Some of it is a lack of intuitiveness on our end, as far as our website is concerned, which is an always an ongoing discussion within our ministry, how can we have a better, more intuitive website so that people can navigate it with ease. But there's also technological hurdles that some individuals have, and so we, we've been strategizing how we can make it easier for the person to come to our ministry and get immediate help. I'm talking about immediate help without sending an email. Email is, you know, it used to be email was fast. You remember when you get regular mail in a mailbox that would come every day, every 24 hours, except for on Sunday here in the States. And that was really fantastic. It was a quick way of communication. And then there was electronic mail that we call email, where you can be instantaneous and receive help even more quickly than what we call snail mail coming through the postal service. Well, we have found that email is not fast enough because people are hitting our website and they're, they're looking for answers right now. And it could take anywhere from five minutes to five hours to for us to respond to an email. And so we set up this live chat feature. It's instant access to real people. We are the real people, by the way. Some people on live chat do ask us, am I talk, talking to a robot? No, you're not. You're talking to real people. It doesn't matter, really. I mean, it seems to matter to some people, which I'm not sure why. Uh, we should consider it like, wow, that, this is excellent. I don't care if you're real or not. The truth is, can you help me? But some people have some kind of hang-up when they're talking to bots, but that's fine. But to answer that question, we're not bots, we're real people. And so if you click on the chat bubble in the bottom right of our website, you will get instantaneous help. And if we are not there, if we're not available, you can leave a ticket and we can respond to you as soon as possible. But because it is real people, we are real people, We, I can't man uh, this chat bubble 24 hours a day, seven days a week, and neither can the other individual who is watching as well. And so that's not possible. But during normal hours, the chat box, uh, the chat live chat feature is open. And so if you need something, one, you'll be talking to a real person and you can ask the question that you want and we can direct you throughout our website. One of the things that I need for you to know is that our live chat feature is not for counseling questions. Uh, we Again, we don't have the human resources to be able to interact with you privately on live chat. And you have to understand there are hundreds of people that come to us every hour, every hour during the day. 
and many of them are jumping on live chat, and so it's just not possible to get into a long-form response to whatever your problem is or question is, but we can direct you. Really what live chat is for is for technical difficulties. How do I change my credit card number? How do I reset my password? How do I get a username and a password? Can you help me find an article quickly? It's that kind of thing. We just don't have the capability for it to be a counseling feature where you're getting your relational problem, marriage problem, parenting problem resolved through live chat. And as long as you understand that, you'll be happy and you will be able to receive quick help through our live chat. So that is one of seven ways that you can find help. The second one is email support. You can uh, contact us in the footer of our website as a contact link. And if you hit that contact link, you can send us an email. And if you don't need the answer quickly, meaning you can wait a couple of hours to get your answer, that would work great. And by the way, email support works for those that are scheduling counseling sessions and things of that nature. Also, for technical questions that you may have, you can email us, and that is support at rickthomas.net. And so we have a live chat, pe uh, live chat feature uh, that you can use to get instantaneous help. We have email support for other questions where you're not looking for an article per se, and you can wait a few hours on the response. And then number three, we have a free community forum. Now this is, this is the first line of defense as far as receiving counseling help. If you need counseling help, you've got a situational difficulty, a decision that you're trying to make, a relational problem that you're working through, uh, you can get on our free community forums. There's no charge for this. There's no charge for these first three things, whether it's live chat, email support, the free community forum. What you have to do is to fill out your username and your password. That's free. You can get that. And if you don't know exactly how to do that, there's a link in the navigation bar as far as how to join. And you can become a free member and you can get your username and password and that will be unique to you. Now, if you go on our community forum, one of the things that some people struggle with is using their real name. And so you have the option in the community forum as far as the name that you display. Uh, you can call yourself Roadrunner or Hope-Filled or Grateful or uh, Backslidden Christian or whatever it is you want to call yourself. You don't have to use your real name. And so you can determine how your name will show up on the community forum. And then I would also encourage you, if if things like that, if you sh uh, trouble you in that way, is just flatten out uh, what you are saying. Don't use real names, real locations, real churches, real preachers, uh, real spouses. Just change the names and it's fine because that information is not important to us. We don't need to know uh, the exact identity of anybody or anything that you're talking about, but we want to help you. And so you can come in anonymously and you can flatten out what you have to say. And if that serves you, then please go that direction. But we have other folks uh, like pastors and counselors, uh, reg regular Christians, I guess, for lack of 
a better word, that these people come and they're looking for help with whatever discipling situation that they have, and they just use their name and they don't struggle that way. But for us, it doesn't matter one way or the other. The thing here is that it is free. It's a community forum, and it's one of the ways that we can customize our care for you. And then we have number four. And so we have live chat, we have email support, we have free community forum, and we have a private members forum. Now, the private members forum is pretty much the same as the free community forum, except this is available for our supporting members. Though a lot of our resources are free, and we always seek to make all of our resources free. There's one thing that we won't make free, and that's our private members forum because our private community, they have said that they don't want this free. They want a private community forum. They don't want to be in the open community, the public forum. And so please don't make the private forum free. And we will never do that by the grace of God. That it'll always be behind a paywall just for our community, those who are supporting our ministry, which is thousands upon thousands less than the number of people who come to our ministry. And so it is a private forum, and it works the same way as the community forum. Number five is a private counseling session. Perhaps you would prefer to meet with someone privately, and you can do that. There is a link. It's here in the show notes, episode 172, but you can also find it in the drop-down of the navigation bar, and it walks through how to receive counseling. We use technology like Zoom and WebEx and Skype. It depends on the counselor that you meet and the technology that he or she uses, but we use uh, visual technology, and you can just talk on the phone. I have met with many counselees on the phone, and we didn't use face-to-face, and that's fine. It's not important to us, but as long as you get the help that you need, if you just want to talk on the phone, that is fantastic. As long as you have access to a phone, access to the internet, if you want to use a Skype-type feature, but you can meet with one of our counselors if you wish, and we have a counseling page that walks you through that. So that's number five. So they are seven ways to receive help. Number one, live chat. Number two, email support. Number three, free community forum. Number four, private members forum. Number five, private counseling session. Number six, personal coaching rooms. Now, a personal coaching room is a private forum, but it's just for you. It's a private room for you and our team to meet. Think of it like if you went into a boardroom and you were the only person there, then our team came in, and this is for us to brainstorm with you, to consult, to coach Uh, if you want to use that language. Now, you can determine the number of people that are in the coaching room. It could be you by yourself, your own personal room, which is great for a pastor, elder, business leader, ministry leader that you just want to talk in a very private space where nobody else can access. Or uh, it can be a coaching room for up to 10 people. Now, we have a link here in these in my show notes here of episode 172, and you can click on that link and get all the information that you want. But up to 10 people where 10 of your friends, or it could be a small group, a business organization, a ministry organization, an elder board, a leadership team of whatever stripe that may be, where you all want to meet and have ongoing consultation, and it's unlimited as far as your interaction with us, and you just write in your questions and we just talk with you in an unlimited way, 
That's number six. It can be personal or team coaching rooms, uh, up to 10 people. Again, it's perfect for teams and organizations to consult with us. That's number six. Number seven is our Mastermind Training Program, which in my view is the heart of our ministry. Uh, My unwritten mission statement is to take the gospel to every human on the planet and to live 25 years after I die. And the reason that I have point number two, live 25 years after I die, is because of point number one, take the gospel to every human on the planet. Uh, I will have to extend my life. And so part of the Part of the way that I extend my life, one, as I mentioned earlier, is through the redemptive use of technology, that echo of omnipresence is in technology. We have been wrapping the globe today from my office here in Greenville, South Carolina, in the United States. We go around the world every day. But another way that we can uh, take the gospel to every person on the planet is by replicating myself. The Jesus model of ministry, find 12 people, replicate them, and they can extend my life and extend this ministry long after the Lord takes me home. That is our mastermind program. It is an all online, self-paced, transformational discipleship, counseling, training course. And if you want to read more about that, you can go to our page on the Mastermind program and read all about it, and we would love to consider you as one of our students. Episode 172, Seven Ways to Find Help. Those seven ways are live chat, email support, free community forum, private members forum, a private counseling session, personal coaching room, and our mastermind training program. And so you find one that serves you, let us serve you. You have been listening to Life Over Coffee with Rick Thomas. If you have a question for Rick, you can let him know by sending him a note through his website, rickthomas.net. That's rickthomas.net. Thanks for listening. Enjoy your coffee.